Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Success is Complicated podcast. My name is Raquel Hopkins, and I am your host. And we're switching things up a little bit. I officially have a co-host who happens to be my best friend of 25 years, and her name is Sierra Davis. So going forward, you'll hear from the both of us just talking about different areas in life, and we'll also have guests on as well. Before we jump into what the topic is today, I wanted to open up and allow Sierra to introduce herself and share whatever it is that she wants to share since this is her first time joining us. So welcome, Sierra, as the official co-host of Success is Complicated podcast. Well, Raquel, thank you for having me. I am her friend of 25 years, as she mentioned before. And we are going to be talking about friendship today and what that has done for our lives. All right. Well, thank you, Sierra. So as Sierra mentioned, we are going to talk about friendship today. And friendship is important. They're separate from family relationships and and other relationships, which is why I think it's important that we dedicate one episode to just talking about friendships. And Sierra and I will share some very intimate moments about our friendship and how we have developed uh, over the last 25 years into friendship. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. Okay, Raquel. So I'm going to just ask you a question. Why do you think it's important that we share our story of our friendship? What do you think it would do for listeners? So one of the reasons here, I think it's important to, to talk about friendship. For those of you that don't know, I'm a therapist in training and I am a mental health advocate. I want to see people thriving in life. And as a future therapist, one of the things that there's a model that therapists go by and it's the wellness model of mental health. And there are 10 areas that either contribute to your mental health in a dysfunctional way or get you to a place of self-actualizing. And friendships are one of those things. It's just a category of friendships. And like I said, it has nothing to do with family relationships or other friendships. So when we talk about how we develop over time and in life, friendship actually contributes to that. And, you know, we go through these different phases. We have these transitory issues that often plague us and friendship is not separate from that. Okay. Okay. So with our friendship, how has having such a close friendship impacted or enhanced your life? Well, I think I've been kind of spoiled, right? And I have never really taken time to to really go back and reflect. When I moved and relocated from Virginia to Texas, Sierra eventually moved here to Texas. So I've never had to really not think about not having a friend because she's always been there. Now, I don't know how that has looked for you, Sierra, with us going in like different phases at some point in life. Like, have you ever felt like your friend was not there? I don't think I've ever felt like my friend was not there. Or the friendship wasn't solid. After we finished high school, we both went to separate colleges. I went off to Livingstone and Raquel went off to Morgan State originally. And at that time, I don't think I, I didn't feel like we were skipping a beat. But for Raquel, on the other hand, you know, we talk about it today and she tells me, you know, there was something, you know, lacking. I thought maybe, you know, I was going in another direction and you were, you know, going off on another direction. What happened was I got pregnant in college and dropped out of college for a while. 
And I felt like she has given me the support that I've always needed. But when you ask my quote, she don't think that (laughs) she's always been that support. (laughs) She's always been that kick in the butt. Like, let's get it. Let's get it going, girl. I think that one of the things that you just mentioned, right? You were saying that when we went off and went our separate ways, you felt like we had never missed a beat. But there's this thing when you feel like in friendships, you start going in different paths, right? And you and I started taking different paths, especially when you decided, when you, when you, once you had gotten pregnant, you decided to have a kid, like we have these friendship goals of what success looks like. And I know for me, mine was not in the equation of having any kids or anything because it slows you down. So she made a different decision. So for me, we've been friends since the second grade and you get all the way up until college and it's like, okay, so what do I do next? Because she's going one route and I'm going one route. So there does seem to be a different difference in per, in perspective because I have been that friend that it's about goals. Let's do life together. Let's do these things together. But as I matured, I realized that everybody has to choose their own path and it's not where you start, it's where you end. So a lot of how I viewed friendship at one point really came from a very judgmental place because you want people to look and be in the same space as you. And that's how we often choose a lot of our friends and we miss out on good friendships as well. Well, I I would personally say that you've always been a great friend and giving me that support that I need. And maybe I was that friend who really needed like a you know, like the kick that you were given, but I guess we all know where we come from inside, right? So you were probably feeling like, oh, she's not like where I am. And I was feeling like, oh, everything's fine. Like, you know, my friend off doing major things, like go girl, go. I'm going to watch this baby, but go girl, go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, she lying a little bit and I'm going to pull it out of her in a second because Sierra and I actually work together as well. And I, <laughs> I'm the vice president of HR and she is one of the managers within the, within the team. And within the first year of Sierra working with me, I wrote Sierra up. <laughs> and I thought that it was going to be the end of our friendship because she was like, that was awful. You should have never wrote me up. You could have came and talked to me about that. So just based off of that, Sierra, like what happened? Okay. So you bring up a really, really good point. <laughs> I was not about to unfriend her, y'all. It felt like it. Let's let's say that. But I I documented it too. But I was like, how can you like not know me well enough to know like, I feel horrible for this mistake. I feel like I just wronged myself. Like, how can you not understand that as my friend? And, And then Rockwell knows I'm a big old rationalizer too, right? So- what I started thinking was, you know, like she still got a job to do and No, yeah. before they uh like my dad got in the middle of it, was telling me how wrong <laughs> I was because you were mad as hell. So like this is the newer version of us because you know, we we don't stay the same, right? We've we've grown, but kind of take people back to that perspective because I can tell you like where I was, it was still the judgmental phase, like you ain't finna mess up nothing for me, like you need to get your stuff together. So it didn't feel like a kick in the butt then because you were hurt. You were upset. Right. It did not feel like a kick in the butt. I actually, it felt like a stump on the head. Like more, <laughs> more so. Like, but I do think that I was back to that 
rationalize in place really quickly. But we know under rationalizing is a lot of pain, right? So that I I do think that that I was never about to unfriend her, but that was a very troublesome time for our friendship. One because I'm like I don't I just don't get it. Why did you feel the need to go that far? And I and I guess I really even didn't know what to do with my career at that point because I'm like shoot I can't be sitting here having my friend like writing me up because that's gonna <laughs> ruin something. You know I value my friendship over this job and in in the money right. I would say maybe I was going to probably put my notice in, but I was never going to unfriend you. And for the place that I was in, because I wasn't trying to hear what she had to say. Like, this is a job. We can go home and we can be friends. But one of the things I've learned in business, too, like when you do have those things combined together, like, can you ever really separate it? And I would say no. That's why you have to really take the time out to develop and grow yourself as a person, because... I think that you understood some key things back then that I didn't necessarily understand today. Like you're my friend first. Or even when you just look at it from an employee standpoint, right? People are people first. And how do you actually deal with people from that standpoint? In my mind, you can't get your stuff together. <laughs> then you need you need to go do something else. And then we can still go to happy hour, whatever you want to do after that. But in your mind, like that wasn't clicking for you. But I don't know, like. One more write up that I like. I was not gonna unfriend you, but I don't know. We gonna we ain't going to no happy hours. Like we gonna have to figure this out before we go to another happy hour. Like especially with another write up because it hit so hard. Because I honestly did not. I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand it. And I guess it was the friendship piece that was blocking for me. Because on another job, like we had this conversation too. I was like, well, if I had worked somewhere else. Then all day, write me up, right? But I am working for you, dude. Like, do not write me. Like, I am sorry. I'm never going to do this again. Like, But you can't promise somebody that you're never going to do it again. So in terms of what we say, because we still work together, right? right? We both still have our full time. <laughs> we worked it out. But can I write you up today? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> But like, what if I handled it differently? And like, if if for me, <laughs> I think she handled it very well the first time. <laughs> so Come no, on, like, let me talk to you and got your paper and your stuff together. So y'all hear what she just said, though. She said, no, I cannot write her up, even though she understands why I did it. For her, it's, it's, it's friendship first. Like, forget all of that business stuff. Come have a conversation with me. Because in her mind, she's like, and that's the thing with people, like people don't always mean to mess up, right? Even in friendships, like you weren't trying to intentionally hurt me or make me look bad as a friend, but I took it personal. Like, all right, you got this opportunity. Like you need to be giving it all. There's no time for any mistakes, but truth be told, we're always making mistakes. And I've made some mistakes throughout our friendship. I am not surprised that I have this podcast (laughs) because I do enjoy talking. It's been very therapeutic for me over my lifetime. And so I done told minute, some wait, hurt business, wait a, y'all. Wait a minute. So <laughs> she definitely will tell. She definitely has told my business. So this ain't just start either, y'all. <laughs> I don't do that no more. <laughs> like when we started working together. <laughs> but like this was really early on in our friendship. But I would say, well, we 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 had to be around. I'm not going to tell y'all don't what age I lost age. my virginity. But <laughs> yeah, she went and told the whole block. 
that girl. But I didn't is, believe you though. It wasn't like that girl. I didn't believe not you. Not that girl, but like my friend just she lost her virginity. But I hadn't lost some. mine yet. So it was like, girl, you lying. For real, you done lost it. But well, it it was when I go back to today and I think about like all of the things. So when I think about cause one of those things about being, and for those of you that do know when you follow me on Instagram or you visit my website. I would define myself as a high achiever, right? And when you are like very driven, I think that a lot of things underneath is this black and white thinking, wrong and right. And there was a judgment then too. But as I've gotten older, and you know this because we have these conversations and I get teary eyed because I'm very apologetic today because I don't feel like I've always been a great friend to you. You've overlooked a lot of my shortcomings I mean, you've overlooked a lot of my shortcomings because, I mean, I didn't wrote her up and she didn't say y'all on the job. I was not going to move away from it because I stood solid in what I had done. And it took me to get some coaching and, and realize like, well, you don't always have it figured out just because you've done life differently doesn't mean that you always have it figured out. So I'm appreciative. I thank you for sticking through like my mess in the middle of my mess, because I think that that's hard to do in any relationship. But when you start talking about friendship, you got associates, you got you got other buckets you can put people in. And you've continued to keep me in that friendship bucket. A lot of people from the outside and for people that know us, that that actually know us, they look at all that Quill has accomplished, but they don't know the weaker parts or um, that I'm not perfect. And You've been able to oversee all of those things. I, I want to bring up this other thing. For those of you that don't know, I lost my mom to an, to an overdose. So when you start to talk about being empathetic <laughs> or sympathizing with people, I think Sierra had came to me about something with one of her family members. And I was like, mm, OK, people die. What's your point? And it wasn't until recently you told me that you've been holding space for me for a very long time because you realize that losing my mom was something very personal to me. So how do you continue to hold space for, I'm going to call myself a bad, I'm going to say just a bad friend because I can't find another a, another word for it. But how do you continue to hold space for a person like me that has been this black and white thinker, that has been judgmental, that has judged you for the decisions that you've made. And at one point, even thought that we would no longer be friends because we were going in different directions. So I think that just like anything else in life is one day at a time, right? So while we can sit here today and, you know, kind of look back over it all, I think that every day was a new challenge. And Raquel, you know, she talked about me being there, well, her losing her mom to an overdose. And I'll, you know, I'll go forward and say like, I was there in those moments as well, which means that. Right. Um, Talk about moments. She had my mom. We were what? Only 11 years old. She right. had my mom in her arms at the time that she was going through that overdose. And I ran in the room somewhere. And never mind that she ran in the room because that's not even important. But that right there was more of a binding moment for me. Maybe I've always felt like I need to be there for you, not like in a way that you were needy or any of those other things like that, but just the love that grew from there. I don't know. I I, re- I really don't know 
how to explain it, but I think in those moments, it gave me a window to be less selfless and really be there for for you. And I think that that continued throughout our friendship. So when I say, oh, my aunt died, as much as, you know, you know, hurts me, it can never, ever compare to your loss. See what I mean, y'all? Y'all see how, and... like, the type of friend that I have, her ability to be able to put those things into perspective. And as I get older, we continue to define what success is. Success for me for a very long time has been about the things that you achieve and the order that you get, you realize that those things don't matter for you to even understand that I needed you. And in my mind, especially as we got older, you think we're going and separate. I'm like, well, girl, I don't really need you no more. And still after all of these years, you've been, you've been holding space. Right. Well, it's not one of those things to where you need me per se, but I do think that, while maybe you haven't known it, I do offer that space for you, which is why we are, you know, why I think we are still friends today. Oh, because... I know for sure now. <laughs> I know for sure because, like, once you get to doing adulting and you start dealing with your own ish, over the last couple of years, I have sat with Sierra and have cried, like, a lot. And nobody cares about the degree that I have. Or me not having a kid in college, like it doesn't even matter when you're sitting there crying because you don't even know in which direction to to move. So, Sierra, let's talk about do you separate your friends or is like a friend of friend for you? Because for me, just thinking about this wellness model from a mental health perspective, you have family relationships and friendships and other relationships. And those other relationships are like work, community and church. I've always been the type to say that I don't use that word loosely, like friends. Like if I consider you a friend, like I rock hard with you unless maybe you're really supposed to be in that other bucket. So do you believe in separating? So for me, I separate my friends, right? Because, okay, let's, I don't have a lot of friends, y'all. Let's, <laughs> let's go, just go ahead and put it out there. And a lot of people don't even really make it into the friend category with me. So... And it's not that I'm open, right? Because not that I'm not open, but I think Wait a that minute. Are you not are you not open? So you're I saying am, that you're open. I am open. I am open. However, I think to call yourself a friend or for me to call someone else a friend, I'm like, what makes us friends? Like we associates, I hit you up, you hit me up, like <laughs> But what is like that tie there to where it's really a friendship? And I've had a a few friends over the year, people who have made it into the friend bucket, but they didn't bounce right back out. <laughs> <laughs> so while she's saying like, oh, she's this loving person and she just like holding space for me, other people be like, oh no, that girl is, she might be a little cold because people didn't bounce in my friend bucket and bounced out. Uh, I guess to some degree, same thing with me. I do have another friend, which happens to be her very good friend. In fact, every other week we go and do brunch because we make time for She's in each other. Bucket. She in your friend bucket, right? Right, right. Like, it took her some time to get there. <laughs> I love you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dickie, you are in the friend bucket with her. You know, I you you one of my day ones, too. 
But just in thinking about it, right, like when you think about like these day ones, there are day twos too that can help us in life as well. And maybe they do fall into these other buckets. So how do you distinguish between the two? Because it all contributes to how we develop in the most optimal way. And you and I talk about mental health all the time. Like it is about how you develop over time. Right. So I think that going into the friend bucket, that's a good thing to be in my friend bucket. But I also think that those other relationships help build you up, you know, as well. And you you need to stay open to them. So, so it's not really necessarily about having the friend, right? It's about having these connections. And, and when I say connections, I'm not like talking about networking and all that stuff. I'm talking about genuine connection with people. And though that is what really builds us up and creates that community that Raquel is talking about. What do you think has made our friendship sustainable? Like, how have we been able to stay over the last five years? Because we've went through all of these transitory phases and a mental health expert, right? Or or mental health or a therapist would tell you that you have these transitory issues that often plague people. And we got a lot of good memories, but we have some memories that are that are not so good. Sierra and I started skipping school in fourth grade. <laughs> we skipped school the first time when we were in the fourth grade. So and then like those are happy times, things right. that you enjoy. And then as life continues to go on, you start making decisions for you. I make decisions for, for, for myself. What has helped us sustain? I think one of the biggest things that has helped us sustain is one, love, and then two, respect. Respect in a sense of meeting each other where we are. You know, just, you know, you tell the Black, okay, she lost her virginity. But what was her intent with that? Did she mean to harm me? Was she meaning to, like, embarrass me or any of those things like that? No. I think we're like, well, I don't take a lot personally. That, you don't that take a lot me... personal in life. Like that's something that I've had to work o- work on over time because I do take, I've always taken a lot of stuff personally. I'm like, oh, for real? Like that's cool with you? I just, you know, if the, ta- if the tables were reversed and I'm glad that they are not. <laughs> <laughs> if the tables were reversed and I was sitting in your seat, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be your friend anymore. She's saying no. I'm for real. She says that, but I I truly think that girl. I am for real, for real. Like if you had a told the block that I lost my virginity, and if you had a rope me up, <laughs> I mean, we won't get into like what the write up was for, but. I don't know if the roles were probably reversed. Would I have been able to not take it personal or get to a place of rationalizing? So, but I think that's the sweet spot, right? To where we are meeting each other where, you know, where the other one is. Maybe you don't see yourself, I guess, enduring some of the things that you feel like you've put out. But I would say that I have always understood in a sense. So I guess maybe understanding is another thing that you has know what? made this I would friendship agree. sustainable. I would agree with that because even though I've had those judgments, I think one of the things that I have understood is that Sierra and I are different. Mm-hmm. And the things that make us different is also the very things that truly do make us unique. So some of those things that make, make us different is 
like some of the things that I love about you. Like here I am living on a box. You got to go this way and do this. They said, do it this way, do it this way. And Sierra like, I don't care how they said, do it. I'm ready to do it my way. And to some degree, I've, I've lived through your eyes in a lot of ways. Like, girl, what you do? <laughs> Was it fun? Like, so I, I, I would say when you say like the love, the respect, and then understanding, I guess that's how we have defined our relationships or our, our friendship. What do you think people can take away from just like our friendship in general? I think it's easy to cancel culture, right? Like it's easy to cancel things, especially when they don't align with who you think you are. And I think that that's where growth happens when we entertain things that don't necessarily align with this ideal image of who we actually think we are. I love that. I do love that because so many people, as soon as you do something left or you look wrong, they'd be like, Mm-mm, she ain't my cup of tea. And I think that that's how we definitely lose out on good people. And then one of the things that I think that people can learn from our friendship is that no matter how different two people are, it doesn't mean that you can't love people for who they are and what they bring to the table. As long as they bring you something. (laughs) (laughs) It is our responsibility to figure out what that is because we may not be able to physically see it. Right. Because, and when I say bring something to the table, a lot of times, you know, people are thinking tangible things, but if you are that person, like Raquel's that person, I'm going to call on for, you know, everything. Like, girl, I don't know. It's been times like it's 12 o'clock, like come get me, come, you know, and it's those things or even just like a shoulder to cry on. Or if that person is really kicking you in the butt and giving you the push that you need, because Raquel has definitely been that person for me. And I think that the differences that she has seen has, you know, motivated the kick in the butt. Right. So I think that's been the balance, too. All right. So not taking things personal Mm -hmm. and then being less judgmental. So in 2021, especially if your mental health is important, friendships are important. Get you a friend. Get you a friend and don't be so quick to dismiss. We will catch up with you guys next episode. We're excited about this. Our next episode is with the sex therapist. So we have... And that coming excited up. about that topic. I'm sorry. But right. I'm no, because it. it falls into sexuality and sexuality is a host of different things. And that also contributes to our mental health. So we're excited about talking about that. But until next time, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I am Raquel Hopkins. And you can find me on my website at I am Raquel Hopkins dot com. Sierra, do you want to share your Instagram or... Or you still, Um, she kind of closed. She don't do this Instagram thing. (laughs) You can look on her friends list and find me at (laughs) CBizzle. All right. Until next time. Thanks again, everyone. 